Oh, it's definitely big dude season, dude. We got three big dudes here. It's the Chick Foley Show. Welcome in. I am one of your hosts, Phil Gentile, here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios here in beautiful Baltimore, Maryland. Welcome. Thank you guys for listening. We have, of course, Marco Denton up in Boston. What's up, Marco? What's going on? What's going on out there? It's uh, it's getting warm out. It is. It's sure. uh, we were just talking. I think it's two shower a day weather now. You know, sometimes three. Oh man, that's a lot. I used to <laughs> every time I had a college roommate, he would shower. He was like a skinny, a skinny like dude. He wasn't a fat dude. Shower like five times a day. That's literally, a literally, little literally. Like he'd go to class, like shower, <laughs> come up week in the morning, shower. Uh, I don't know what he was doing uh, there. Uh, and uh, subbing in for our, the lovely. Sheena Phelps is the equally lovely Mike nice. Lanham. What's up, Mike? What's happening, fellas? Yeah, I got that hot tag from Sheena. I don't know if the uh, the baby face or the future women's champion. Someone one, wasn't uh, yeah, one of the wasn't two. behaving today, I guess. Uh, you guys know Mike if you're a Patreon subscriber because he's done a lot of bonus episodes with yours truly and, uh, and me and Marco doing the Raw uh, episodes. But you can follow him on uh, Twitter at Mike Lanham, L-A-N-N. H-A-M, and uh, glad to have you, Mike. We have a lot to talk about tonight, guys, both in the ring. We had another pay-per-view, three weeks in a row of pay-per-views, right? Is that what we're in right now? This is We just did two, now we have a third one on Sunday with Backlash. Has this ever happened before? I mean, there's times where it always feels like there's pay-per-view after pay-per-view, but this might be one of the first times in a while that, especially with everything going on, three weeks in a row that you have pay-per-views to discuss yeah past and present yeah so we'll get into the uh prediction champion if uh if marco was able to uh be dethroned uh after in your house nxt takeover and then we will preview uh this weekend's uh wwe backlash pay-per-view we'll get into uh what happened on raw and smackdown and uh, nxt AEW, dynamite oh my god just getting tired talking about all this stuff oh my god then we'll get into some figure news we have a ton of figure news i have a bunch of uh new things that i purchased uh that my wife will get really mad at me about so let's get started guys before we get into things uh if you want to support our show you can do that by going to prowrestlingtees.com slash chick foley we have a bunch of cool designs there uh a lot of them done by our buddy extra cooler uh, and uh, all of those are available at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Chick Foley. You can follow our show on Twitter, at Chick Foley Show. It's the best way to stay in touch with us as uh, we're constantly uh, interacting with you guys and hitting up any breaking news that happens in the figure world. And uh, Sheena is on Instagram, at Chick Foley. Uh, check her out there. And uh, our Patreon, it's ChickFoleyShow.com. We'll take you, take you to it. Starts at a dollar per month to get into our Facebook group. And uh, all of that that comes with it, our monthly giveaways. Uh, we talked about the bonus episodes we do, uh, some Zoom hangouts, some happy hours. We've been doing all kinds of new sh- uh, stuff. Uh, we printed up a bunch of uh, stickers uh, via our friends at StickerMule.com. And uh, those are getting sent out to all of our uh, mid-card tier and higher Patreon. So we're, we're doing a bunch of cool stuff, Mike. We've, I don't know if we've ever talked about you about being in the group, but tell me what you... Uh, your experience, you know, buying and trading and selling to people and just kind of, you know, every day interacting with people. Yeah. I mean, honestly, for, for me, that's probably the biggest part is just daily interactions. I mean, you, you've said it plenty of times that we probably interact with each other, uh, more than we interact with 
some of our family and our, our own personal friends around here. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes we, we enjoy interacting with each other more than some of those people. So, uh, I have bought a few things off some people cause I'm not as big of a collector, uh, or I only buy certain stuff, but I've definitely found plenty of items for people and, and shipped them out, uh, at that retail plus shipping. So yeah, it's just a lot more of the, just the, the interactions, a lot of the watch along stuff, just, just kind of more friends to talk wrestling. And, and that's kind of what we're here for. For sure. And Marco as like elite six, 76 and 77 start to hit stores in the last next couple of weeks. Um, you know, we can, uh, we'll have 160 pairs of eyes looking for those and helping each other out. And like Mike said, uh, you know, we just charge each other what it costs on the shelf plus shipping, uh, to help everybody av- avoid those eBay prices, man. Yeah, definitely. You definitely want to avoid those. Cause, uh, if you're in a, if you're an Edward Bay shopper, you can, they can get a little excessive, especially if you're looking for those, uh, like the feed figure right now, I think someone posted something where it's like 80 bucks when you can just literally go on like ringside or if someone bought an extra one they can sell it to you for for a regular price as opposed to paying like quadruple <laughs> what it costs yep. so yeah no, it, def- it definitely helps out i bought a extra one so we'll be giving that away soon so check it out chickfoleyshow.com is where you can do that let's get into uh oh it's and it's also you have here in the script it's the one year anniversary of our facebook group which is insane to think it's been a year already uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to talk about it too much because you know everyone listening is probably already in it. But it's really the best way to support our show. It literally starts at a dollar per month, so uh, you can call it ninety nine cents if you want to. But uh, yeah, we've had some people that have been there for the entire year, which is awesome, and it's just been growing. Uh, we're always trying to think of cool new stuff that we can do. We had our buddy Hastel Toy come in and do a, a live claim sale a couple weeks ago, which was great. We spent some money there with him. Uh, so check it out. Uh, let's get inside the squared circle, guys. This is brought to our good friends at Ringside Collectibles. Check them out. It's use code CHICK for 10% off of your order there. Uh, the only place to go. I've been, I went to like three Walmarts this week just trying to find stuff. We'll get to that later. It was a shit show. You couldn't go. Th- you had to go through like one special door. There was a line to get in like it was a freaking Miami club. And uh, there was nothing on the pegs. It was empty. The place smelled like old cheese. Uh, don't do that. Just stay at home, sit on your couch, order from ringside, wait for it to come to your doorstep, and then you're done, you know? Uh, so let's get into SmackDown really quickly before we get into, uh, TakeOver from this weekend. Uh, SmackDown, another Lacey Evans, Sonya Deville match, uh, which is the same thing we saw next week. I guess they're going to continue that feud, but, uh, the biggest thing, uh, new tag team champions, right? New women's tag team champions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, uh... We have the uh, the but the best friends, Bailey and Sasha, new tag team champions for the uh, for the women's division. So that was that was actually kind of shocking. I didn't think they would take them off that soon, um, especially on a SmackDown. I thought they would probably wait till like Backlash for that to happen. But um, no, there must be. I mean, there must be a story going. They have the Iconics back too as well. Um, so you'll probably see them three just going back and forth and feeling that way so yeah that was a that was a pretty much a shocker and uh bailey is you know her new name have you guys seen what she wants to be called now now, now that she has two belts bailey two belts i was assuming I'm no. Assuming. no no yeah, it's said, uh, it's it's bailey dose straps yeah she said don't call me becky or uh bailey two belts or whatever she said dose straps or something I like that. yeah bailey dose okay. straps yeah <laughs> Still got that Karen haircut. I like that, but yeah. I'm, I'm wondering when they're, they're they've been milking this out for so long. This we we want to just see Bailey versus Sasha. I guess they're gonna maybe try to 
And you can't you can't get to WrestleMania with this. I mean, yeah, no. Well, I, th- I think we kind of thought the the same thing was going to happen with uh with Nikki and yeah. and Alexa there for the longest time, and then they really made them into a true tag team there, and they had a pretty good run with the titles. So I don't know if this is your way of one of them's going to cost each other the tag titles, and then that's where they get their one on one match. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe you stretch it to SummerSlam, and that and that's your payoff. But yeah, it'll so- be interesting to see where it goes since they can uh, appear on any any show. People say they love tag team wrestling, but you know what people love more? Seeing tag teams split up. People love I love that <laughs> shit. Don't you? That's like the best way to make like a feud, like instantly. If it's if it's built well. If it's yes. done well. If yeah. you throw them through the yeah. through the barbershop window or something, yeah. So right. uh we'll see where that goes. Um the the rest of this card was just uh, I mean, Miz and Morrison doing this <laughs> comic bad. comic slap slap knee crap with braun that's gonna be oh i'm not looking forward to backlash i was looking forward to the last two pay-per-views i'm not no i don't know how much i'm looking forward to uh backlash but anything else from smackdown we want to touch down on before we get uh moving on no yeah the random gulak beating uh aj i guess yeah what's that i mean that's a that's i mean they obviously are pretty high on him and i i've been a fan of him i saw him wrestle in uh evolve you know years ago and I, I loved his gimmick in 205 live i think he has a ton of potential he's just kind of like a you know a, a badass like you know shoot style kind of guy i mean hopefully hopefully this means leads to bigger things for him yeah no it, it looks good on his part and obviously anytime aj puts people over and it just kind of makes the aj daniel bryan thing a little bit deeper too for the story so yeah i like it, it it's not as predictable as well styles is obviously going to win so yeah they did a good job with this all right, let's get into NXT Takeover, Marco. I know you have the winner there, and I think we know. I think I know who it's going to be because you were keeping me updated. Uh, another thing we do with our Patreon subscribers during pay per views, uh, we all jump onto Discord, which is a kind of a chat app, and we all kind of you know hang out and chat together in real time during pay per views, which is really fun. And uh, you were keeping everybody updated. Uh, I did not see this first match. I saw the rest of the card. I had to put the kid to sleep. Um, I, I'm, I keep forgetting that re- that pay per view start at seven. But uh, this uh, six woman tag team match, uh, I heard it. I heard it was a pretty damn good way to start the start of the night. For, first, yeah, wait, no. wait, 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 wait. We can't. Oh. We can't. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we, we have that's to not talk, how the we, show yeah, started. We have to talk about this. This. I didn't see how the show started. But we have to talk about the stage. Bravo right. to WWE for doing mm. old school. I mean, and a lot of the stuff that was peppered into this show was great. But the in your house stage done. You know, they they still did it inside the performance center, but they made it look really well well done, especially with the ring camera. I, lo- I loved it. Yeah, yeah, especially with the um, they did all the uh, the little uh, nostalgia pieces in between with like Ico Pro yep. having yep. Todd Patton go there. I guess the story was they were gonna have Doc. Uh, Doc Hendricks make a return, Michael Hayes, but uh, they he wouldn't cut his hair for oh, the uh, role. That's God. why they. That's why Johnny Gargano later in the show did that nod to the photo. Why do you have to? Him. Why would he have to cut it for like a five second thing? He could just oh, tuck, they, tuck it in or something, or no? They wanted to like go full <laughs> Doc Hendricks. That's, oh my God! That's how it's supposed to be. Like yeah. if you want to live the full nostalgia, you gotta you have Todd Patton go there. So yeah, yeah. You, gotta, you gotta go. You gotta get back in your role, but. Uh, yeah, that's why they did that little nod to him with the uh, with the pitcher. But yeah, the opening the opening match is really really good. I enjoyed it all. I mean, all six of them are future stars in my book. Um, there were there weren't hardly any botches or anything like that. They all look like stars. Um, again, I was right that the uh, the good guys were going to prevail <laughs> in that match. 
I just had a feeling that uh, uh, Maia was going to get get kind of like a win over uh, Candice LeRae at some point because um, a week prior, or actually the couple of days prior, um, they had that win over the Garganos beat the uh, the what, what do we call them the Yimlies? Yimlies, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Yimlies, yeah. So <laughs> I figure they're gonna get uh, they're gonna get the win there, but, but yeah, opening match was was really really good. Uh, what do you think, Mike? Yeah, Mike. Yeah, no, no, great, great six uh, woman tag match. Like to start the show, you've got good storylines kind of built around all six of them. It, I mean, Shotzi's kind of been hit or miss lately, but they've kind of added her to the mix. So uh, it kind of without having to do two or three separate matches, you threw everybody together, and yeah, even the first couple of minutes, just some of the back and forth. Just the the actual pure wrestling. Uh, it was a good way to start the show. You don't get a lot of uh, women's matches to start the show for them. So, and and this is the first uh, takeover they've had in a while, especially with the quarantine and everything going on. So, they could have cheaply just put a, a house uh, silhouette or something up on yeah. the screen. Yeah. Uh, the fact they actually went all out and did the uh, the original type design. So, I think that pleased a lot of fans going right into the show so bravo to them like you said the nostalgia thing throughout the show really hit home especially for for anyone that's probably older than 25 30 uh maybe not as much for the younger audience but definitely made me uh laugh uh quite a few times during the night yeah it was like it wasn't like stupid like humor it was like cool like you know kind of like you know we get it we're, we're hardcore fans type of you know kind of little I mean, there was there was stupid stuff stuff. yeah stupid stuff on purpose like pettengill like throwing out the 900 number yeah (laughs) what do you mean there's no more 900 numbers like just funny stuff like that so (laughs) it's like your dad telling a joke and then it like he's like wait that doesn't work anymore so yeah yeah, it it was it was it was good whoever helped write that did a did a good job Uh, a couple things about this match i think shotzi blackheart is going to make a great uh figure uh elite figure me and marco and our buddy shane uh, do a uh, what used to be a monthly article. Now it's you know it's been three weeks in a row where we uh, each pick someone off of a pay per view where we want to see them uh, made into a, an elite figure. I think one of you guys picked Shotzi, or we or or we should have. I think you or or Shane did. Right? Yeah, no, that was yeah. that was me. I picked uh, Shotzi. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah, Coming I got to go with her with the with the uh, the tank and everything is pretty cool. And I do love that uh, Medium's finisher. I think is called the Soul Soul Food. S O S O L E. That's very well. Uh, <laughs> Good. I love puns. I love shitty puns like that. Um, so yeah, I've seen. I saw the rest of this card. So let's let's keep it moving. Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Uh, mm. This was a uh, this is a better match than I thought it was going to be. Um, I think p- other people on uh, the social media web ha- had uh, pretty high expectations for this. Uh, I was a little confused by Damian Priest's um, kind of Brutus the Barber beefcake pants. <laughs> but uh that uh that that bump he took onto the stairs was uh oh. very reminiscent of Shawn michaels hitting the casket against uh the undertaker that uh that put him out for a while back in the 90s so uh what'd you think of this match marco i, I really liked it um um i know we i know people are like damian priest so uh, he's not that great but he's actually really a really good performer in the ring um especially if you've seen his stuff before he uh he became a wwe talent um he's re- he's really good and, and if if he followed triple h throughout twitter that night he was like basically saying david priest is like a star like obviously he lost he didn't he didn't win the match but his performance in the match was, was telling enough where he is going to yeah. be a star i, I know so. mike latham says different on that but uh 
Um, I think he's like kind of like the replacement of like not replacing Roman Reigns, but he's that look. Whoa, has, whoa, whoa! No, not replacing him. No, I'm not, not, like I said, I'm not saying he's replacing next, him. I'm next gonna, big man in line. I'm gonna say I'm gonna a, say a more of a Nakamura uh, level it, person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so I always equate like Damian Priest now is to like what Roman Reigns could be if he was a heel. If they were to turn Roman Reigns a heel, he would be Damian Priest. Just like a no-nonsense, like, I'm going to beat the crap out of you type dude. Um, he says he has the tattoos, he has the long hair, the wet long hair, which which we've grown <laughs> to know and love in the WWE. Uh, but, yeah, no, he's. I think he's definitely going to get pushed a little bit further than what most people think, especially after the performance he had with uh, Finn Balor. Yeah, the, the loss doesn't hurt Damian Priest because you expect Finn to win those kind of matches. Yeah. Obviously, beating a guy like Finn is, is big for you, but... Uh, who at this point I feel like Finn might be going back to the main roster at some point. Uh, but it, it was a hard hitting match, plenty of like big moves. Like I like that Damien Priest does the uh, the Razor's Edge. It's a it's a good move for a big guy like that. But yeah, like going forward, this probably helps Priest because you put on a good match. It's hard not to have a good match. Yeah. Uh, with Finn Balor, so and and we've had this version of Finn Balor for however long. So eventually. He either gets moved back or we eventually see the uh, the demon again. So, yeah, yeah, it was a good match. I'm not a big Priest fan, obviously, but as a as a big guy, he, he can move and stuff. But I just don't know that he's the whole package yet. And we'll see what happens with him uh, as going forward, who they put him with uh, in his next match. So I, I think it would. And I think you're right. I think Finn Balor probably moves up sooner than later. But I think if, if you're wanting if you're wanting to build NXT as a third brand, um, I mean, may, I, and I guess Charlotte's done there. She kind of tweeted that after this uh, match coming up that she's probably done. Uh, Finn Balor's probably almost done. But I think you should really circle some of these people. I mean, I would love to see uh, Ricochet back down there. I'd love to see a lot of these guys, Nakamura, go back down. I mean, you say back down because for so long it was, de- you know, the developmental brand. But um, right. I think that's that's how you build NXT into like a legit, you know, third brand is is have these people show up and. You know, when Survivor Series rolls around, it's like you know, equal to Raw and SmackDown, and and who knows? We, we could we could see NXT move to Mondays once once uh, Vince dies in like forty years, um, <laughs> and that be like the main brand because you know some of these guys don't want to leave NXT. They see what happens when you do. Uh, so uh, right now, I think uh, you know that they're in, they're definitely in good shape, but uh, it's when they leave and go to Raw or SmackDown is when when bad things happen. But uh, yeah, g- great match there. Let's move on to the third match of the night was the NXT uh, North American Championship between Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano. I am not feeling Johnny Gargano in this heel role. I just feel like he's trying way too hard. I just mm. feel like he. I mean, as good as good as Daniel Bryan was in that eco you know heel role, that the Captain Planet type of guy. I just don't think. Gargano can pull it off. He just, you know, doesn't. I just think he's like the the lovable good guy underdog. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Are you, am I am I off base here? I mean, I see it both ways. I like him probably more as the face character. It, it didn't make a lot of sense when they tried to do uh, him with Champa. I guess as the bad guy. I kind of liked it more when when Finn Balor had turned on him and yeah. and that was going on. So um, I guess. The Candace being like Larray being part of it, like I think she kind of works as a heel. I really didn't. I thought she would be the one 
that wasn't as believable, but it feels like you're like you're right. It's kind of Gargano. Yeah. It's a little less believable. Um, and I don't know if that would if he moved to like a Raw or SmackDown if that would work as well. I feel like he has to be a face if he goes to a main roster where he can kind of get away with the Hill thing uh, on the on the NXT. Yeah, and it is good that they don't have the crowd there, Marcos, because Gargano is so loved by you know those diehards at Full Sail. Uh, you know, there's nobody mm. there. It's like you know, it kind of makes it a little more believable. What do you think of this match, Marco Keith Lee? I like the size difference. Um, it was a cool kind of like you know different. You know, almost felt like a throwback to like a '90s WWE match uh, with the with the size difference between these two guys. Yeah, the differences you have the uh, with Keith Lee compared to like the guys back in the day. Keith Lee is like more athletic. Oh, <laughs> He's yeah. like the most athletic big dude out there right now. And um, I kind of compare it to like when you give uh, Brock Lesnar a smaller guy in the ring. Um, he's it's gonna it's gonna be magic. Like you go back to any match that he had with Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, um, who else? Recent oh Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. Like all those matches he's had with those smaller guys are were exceptionally well. Maybe because he he's a bigger dude that's super athletic like it like Keith Lee is, and they're able to like do the same moves almost as the smaller guys. Yeah. So when he, when they pull those type of things off, you're like, what the hell? But um, yeah, I think Gargano is a perfect like like size for Keith Lee to go with because you usually see him with the bigger dudes. Um, the match he had with uh, Adam Cole wasn't bad either. Um, just to just to go back to that, but um, yeah, they had some awesome spots as well too, like especially with the the. Uh, the crash through the plexiglass. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. So like you get those, like obviously he's a big dude. You, when you see Keith Lee step in the ring, you expect like him doing like flips and spin kicks and all these crazy things. But at the same time, he's a big guy. So you want to see him do like big guy moves just like that right there. So like, you, you, you kind of, it kind of takes you out of your, you're like, Oh crap. I forgot. He's this big giant guy that can like smash somebody through a wall if he needs to. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I really enjoy this match. Three, three for three so far with the matches on in your house. But you were that's a house. No, no, just talk about it again, general. Just oh, just okay. in, like the rating. Yeah, they yeah, they they started out really well on the yeah. show. Yeah, for sure. But I, yeah, I, I, oh, sorry, Mike. Uh, I just I no, just, I just I love the uh, I love the uh, the super kick finish uh, at the end. It was a cool like uh, different way to end the match. The Gargano yeah. kind of like super kicking him like four or five times. Keep getting two counts and getting pissed off. Uh, it was cool, like before uh, before Lee won. What was what were you gonna say, Mike? No, just just the the big man gimmick, like no, not really a gimmick, just the fact that how well he moves, like Marco was talking about. Bam Bam uh, Bigelow, man. It's a fun yeah, Bam that's Bam that's who he reminds. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Bam Bam. That's what it reminds me of. Like yeah, I like more how personality. much. Yeah, I like how guys like uh, Vader and Yoko could move, but like Bam Bam was doing like flips and moonsaults and just could get out of the way, and I feel like. Keith Lee is a little bit smaller than that and more agile, but yeah. um, he's got the right personality. He's got a good look. Um, I think we'll probably, hopefully, come back and talk about it here in a little bit when we talk about NXT this week. But uh, I'm expecting Keith Lee to be uh, maybe the guy going forward. Oh wow! Okay, and I did love the uh, the Keith Lee outfit. I wrote about I wrote about that in our article. Uh, with the the Black Lives Matters Black Lives Matter outfit, and uh, it was cool that they let him wear that. And uh, you know, it's cool that wrestlers can now voice their opinions on stuff like that on like such a such a large stage. Uh, so yeah, three for three on these first three matches, uh, and the uh, the entire night took a uh, took a turn from here for me, uh, starting <laughs> with this uh, backlot brawl between Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream. 
Uh, we were talking about it in our chat. Uh, this is very reminiscent of the uh, the two matches from WrestleMania, the Boneyard match and the Firefly Fun Firefly Funhouse match. And this one just did, did not um, hit all the feels for the cinematic kind of match. I do love how it started with Velveteen Dream walking down in the uh, the Negan outfit from uh, Walking Dead. That was pretty cool. He always has a great entrance. But yeah. uh, it, it just felt kind of corny. Like, I just didn't really care. Yeah. It was just kind of corny. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, it, 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 the way it opened, you were like, oh, man, we're in for another graveyard or or funhouse type match like this is going to be great uh and in the end i I feel like they would have been better if it had just been a a standard wrestling match because this is two of the most talented guys nxt has and you kind of just turned it into a i don't even know how you want to explain it It wasn't really a wrestling match a lot of it just walking around the the area and the environment and stuff like that it it just it kind of reminded me of something you would do on like the the wwe wrestling games like something to to bridge two matches together. It's like a backlot brawl, which is what it was supposed to be. But like you had the right look and stuff, but it just, it didn't hit home. Didn't like really work out the way maybe they expected it to. Yeah. We saw Dexter Loomis appearance coming out of the ring underneath the ring. That was a cool spot where they uh, were pulling, pulling uh, chairs from under the ring and one gets, you know, pulled under the ring. They don't know what's under there. And Dexter Loomis pops out looking creepy as hell. Um, I am worried, not to sidetrack, but uh, do you think Adam Cole, there's rumors Adam Cole is leaving after his contract ends to to go to AEW. Uh, I, I think he would be stupid to do that. You don't think, you agree, Mike? Yeah, I don't I don't think there's a chance he's going anywhere. That's good. Yeah, I mean, every, people are like, oh, his girlfriend works there. Like, who who works with their girlfriend? Like, you know, think, <laughs> just think about it. It's like a real job. Like, you know, oh, oh, you're about to leave and go work with your girlfriend? Like, no. I don't have to have the same job as my girlfriend. It's stupid. Right. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it would fall in line with the uh, Cody hiring friends type of thing. Is there, oh, no. He would, the, he would he jump on him immediately. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, sure. and, his, and his size and stuff would probably work better on like an AEW because he is a smaller mm-hmm. guy but right now on NXT they they pair him with guys that are pretty equal to his size and he's had the belt for a year like this is a guy that they obviously like oh, and they, they push him, and yeah. stuff and, like yeah. that uh, and, uh, and he's, yeah. he's in the best faction they probably have in the company right now there, there's no reason for for him to leave but you never know I mean it's, it's an indie guy maybe he wants to go do what feels more like an indie company but mm-hmm. yeah I think he I think he can be I don't want to say like the next Shawn Michaels, anything like That's that, like he's been talked say. about, but yeah. he, he has as high as his ceiling is now. Like, I feel like there, there's another level to Adam Cole, uh, depending on what they really want to do with him. And if they want to move him up, but I, I feel like he's perfect on NXT. He doesn't need to be on a Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, I don't think he's going. I, 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 think, I, be, I don't think they would let him go anywhere, personally. No, he's going to get they, paid they, whatever he wants. If, if it's yeah. a money thing, he's going to get paid. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're all in Florida too, so it's not like he's far away from his girlfriend. Yeah, they're in Jacksonville. He's in Tampa. She can sign with. Like uh, has, you know, yeah. if, if she's worried about, it, she can sign with NXT. I think. Yeah, uh, and you're only working a few days of the week. It's not like you're working seven days a week currently. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. traveling. Yeah, yeah. That's, <clears> I mean, he would if he went to AEW, he'd instantly be the best, talk, the best guy on the mic that they have. No, no doubt. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, I'm not impressed with with. Kenny Omega on the mic. I'm not impressed with the, what I saw from the Young Bucks uh, on Wednesday from on them on the mic. I mean, Cody Cody gives some really good fire promos. 
Um, but I mean, Adam Cole is on another level. Like you said, I think he, you know, he's got another 10, 15 years in him and, and really could be, you know, all these guys that are wrestling now grew up when we grew up and they, you know, who do you think they were, where do you think they wanted to work? Like they grew up watching WWE in the attitude era or something. They want to, you know, they yeah. want to be like, you know, alongside Shawn Michaels in the hall of fame, you know, like, of course. So, uh, so yeah, this was a pretty shit match. If you want to call it that, I, I, I'm really torn on Velveteen Dream. I, I I I like his gimmick. I like him. I like his promos. But when he when he is like swinging his fists, he looks like a giraffe on roller skates. And he he, <laughs> he is just like I don't know if he's just like because his arms are like five you know ten feet long or something. Yeah. Uh, he just doesn't look. I don't know if he doesn't look believable. He just doesn't like. He's just like flailing around. And this was this was not the kind of match that I would have thought he'd be good in, and it, and, and it wasn't, you know. Yeah, I would have I, I would have said he. I mean, you'd think cinematic. You would think he would like this would have been like an excelling thing for for Dream because the way he like moves and his entrances and his promos and all this and all the vignettes he used to do and stuff like that. So you think this would be something that would be like in his wheelhouse, but maybe not this type of match, and maybe. Maybe something more like a Firefly Funhouse where there wasn't any, like any type of action in it. He probably would have. That probably would have suited him much better. But yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm on the same boat with you. I I like I love Velveteen Dream. I think he's I think he's awesome in the ring. I think he's awesome on the mic. All the tools and everything. It's just this match wasn't the the match to be in for him yeah. right now then, anyway. Yeah, I mean he had the cinematic entrance in this match. Uh, yeah. Uh, they played that up. They did well. I don't know if he came up with that idea, wrote it, or helped or whatever, but that, that worked well. But I feel like if he doesn't win the belt here, does he ever win the belt? Or is this... Like, if he hadn't came out on NXT Wednesday, like, I'd like to have not seen him on TV for a few weeks. Uh, yeah. If you're going to move up Riddle, this would have been the time to move up Dream. Like, I don't yeah. know if he if he survives on the main roster, if he becomes another guy that nxt star that just drops off but this felt like the time if you need people on raw and smackdown this has been a good time he's a good character he can wrestle he has the right look he's the right size to fight some of these guys i I feel like at this point you probably move him up but now you're going to put him in another match probably with with undisputed era guys like that so he's he's just kind of stuck in limbo and in my opinion yeah, the light, the lighting sucked in this match. I mean, it was just like car car headlights turned to, to like high beams, like bright, like in your eyes, and just the, you know the camera work. It was just it just not was done, not 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 done as well as what we'd seen from, from WrestleMania. And they just they just uh, did so well with those two WrestleMania matches. The bar set pretty high, and uh, there just wasn't anything that, uh, cinematic about this. You know, what I mean, it was just kind of like you know these two these two want, would have been better in a wrestling match. Monster. What's that? But you want that monster truck for your collection, right? Oh hell yeah, I want that. Yeah, but <laughs> um. <laughs> we're just wasting money on stuff like that. I mean, they probably they probably rented the sports car for Vel- for Velveteen, but you pay money to paint or uh, put logos and stuff on this truck for the undisputed era. It's yeah, like, why are we wasting this money? Wonder where that truck's going to. Yeah. Or or you had or you have Becky's truck that you used. Why didn't you just repaint that? She's <laughs> not going to use it. So yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, whatever. I mean, we're firing people and spending mon- unnecessary money, but whatever. Uh, Tomasa Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. This went exactly as I thought it would. 
Uh, awesome entrance from Karrion Cross. The real MVP of the show is uh, Scarlet Scarlet Bordeaux. I don't know if she's called Bordeaux anymore. <laughs> I think it's just Scarlet. But uh, uh, the three of us were pr- pretty much in agreement that she was the best thing that happened on this night. Oh yeah, without a doubt, definitely. Oh, oh bless you. Yeah, that was. I felt that one coming from deep down. I was. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I'm a little surprised at how one-sided the match was overall, but if you're going to like stick the the rocket to the back of Karrion Cross, this was the way to do it. You're putting him in a match with probably the, the biggest name in NXT, uh, especially somebody that's not the champ right now. I don't think it hurts Ciampa losing this match, but it, it makes it makes Cross look unstoppable right now. Did they? Yeah. Ca- did they? Uh, we'll get to NXT in a little bit. Did they capitalize right. off of this on uh, Wednesday with Cross? Like, made him like a bigger? Uh, did he have a bigger feel in, in the in the flow of the show? Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, yeah, we'll definitely get to that. But um, yeah. I want to say I was not surprised that they that he steamrolled over Tommaso Ciampa because that's what he's going to do. Any person he steps in the ring with, be it a title match, I know, like obviously, if he say if he gets like a match with Keith Lee. He's not going to steamroll over him, but it's gonna. He's going to make it kind of like effortless, and he's going to take feel, his title. See, see, I feel Keith Lee is the only person on the roster that they might build to actually be able to beat Cross. Yeah, I don't not, think there's, not currently. Yeah. There's no one else in yeah. NXT that I think you can say maybe Cross doesn't win this match, and yeah. and maybe maybe that's it. Maybe Cross becomes the world champion, and that's who Keith Lee chases for yeah. know, six months, eight months, and then finally yeah. gets that win. Because I don't, yeah. I don't think there's anybody else. Like I, I could have seen Cross destroying like a face Gargano. Maybe you even have him beat a Finn Balor. But I was surprised when Ciampa hasn't been used as much lately that you just let him steamroll him that much. But it's the perfect way to make Cross look like the monster that that they want him to be. Because he's not yeah. going to talk. Scarlet's his, his manager, his mouthpiece. Um, It'll be interesting to see where they go with it because there's not a lot of guys. After you beat a guy like Champa, where do you really go? Because yeah, anybody yeah, else, yeah. you're gonna be like, well, if you beat Champa, he's gonna beat this guy, yeah. yeah. The yeah, next guy's easy, so yeah, yeah, he's not really gonna have a match against a guy that you're just like, oh, maybe he'll lose outside of uh, Keith Lee, and I d- even then, I don't expect that for a while. Yeah, he, um, yeah, I, I think just the amount of like stuff that they give him, the amount of time they give him on screen, the amount of videos yeah. the amount of push that they give i don't think they're gonna have him lose at anyone well, well or, you, or, or limit or limit his matches like yeah if you want to have like the little vignettes or appearances but he's not in matches that's fine because it stretches it out yeah um, but i don't i don't need to see him beat uh the no-name guy that's like an indie guy from florida like they were doing with oh, Sheamus yeah, yeah. there for a while yeah i don't i don't need any of that like uh, you're better off either or doing something where Scarlet just comes out, showing something on the screen, or he's actually fighting a name. Don't waste having him beat no name Billy Bob in ten seconds. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, you can't go back yeah. to that now. That's why right you know, no. after beating yeah. uh, such a big name. Uh, final match of the night: Charlotte Flair, the NXT Women's Champion, against Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. Uh, I mean, this deserved to be the main event, obviously. Mm. Uh, you know, I need to go back and rewatch this match. Um, there were some pretty cool spots in it. Love seeing Io going off the top of the house. Um, yeah. 
what do you guys think of this match? And then just uh, let's talk about the uh, how it how it ended and uh, what this means for the uh, the women's division NXT going forward. You you can start, Mike. Uh, it was the match of the night, in my opinion. Uh, I think both of the women's matches were were really good. Uh, the six women's tag to start and then to to end with this. And when they when they kind of some of the weird not so much weird camera angles, but the forced camera angles, like they would show the house and they would show the window. I was like, man, they should throw, throw somebody through this window or somebody should jump up the top of this, this house. Uh, and it, it did finally end up happening. So, um, yeah, there, there was just some real well-built moments on it. They did really good. And you've got three extremely talented females in this match. Uh, all three who can carry matches. Um, it'll be interesting to see, what they do with Io Shirai as, as the world champion. Um, Cause I don't know. I think as soon as you put her in a match with, with Rhea, everybody's going to expect Rhea to win the belt back and you don't want Rhea to take yeah. multiple losses. So maybe she fights uh, somebody else first while Rhea's got another rivalry going. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Marco's got some ideas there, but yeah, I just feel like you've got um, Dakota Kai and stuff like that. You've got some people you could put in the matches to kind of stretch this out so that it's not just title change after title change going forward. But uh, if, if Charlotte's back permanently on Raw or SmackDown, whichever show she's on anymore, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they what they do with the women's title going forward. It was a well-done mm-hmm. well main event, Marco. I just feel like it was paced perfectly, and uh, mm-hmm. they made all three of these ladies look really good. You know, Charlotte Flair still not getting the... And as much as we've been kind of, we've had like Charlotte Flair overload over the last like couple of months. You know, she's been on every, all three shows every single week almost. It feels like, yeah. uh, you know, she carries this match, and I love the ending where you know she's got Rhea in the uh, the figure four, and then we see Io Shirai off the top rope, and kind of mm-hmm. like a, you know, so you still have a little bit of a dusty finish there. Um, it did look like Io Shirai kind of like need Rhea Ripley right, right in the side <laughs> of the head. Uh, so hopefully she's okay. But where where do you see this going? Because I don't know if Ia Shirai after this match is a a face or a heel or if we're even doing that anymore. But you know she came into this uh, as a heel, and then I don't I don't know where that takes her. But uh, yeah, you can't you can't put Rhea with her for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think it's uh it's kind of hard too with not having a not having fans in attendance to dictate who is a heel and who is a face nowadays. So um, yeah, I think I think she's just possibly just going to be neutral right now just like a just a fighting champion you really can't i mean she doesn't have any um like lingering uh feuds right now that i can that off the top of my head mainly just rhea ripley but like you say you can see like the dakota kai's stepping in uh candace array will probably step in at some point um because she's technically she's technically a hill to right. ceo's face if you want to say she's a face right now so there's plenty of women that are in line for a title contention I don't think Rhea Ripley should automatically just get a title shot and take it off of her. I think should, they should pace it out maybe till after SummerSlam when it, come, when it comes to her title reign. I don't think they should just rip the title off of EO right away because I think she deserved it. I was actually surprised that she won. I picked Charlotte to retain because um, I thought they were just going to keep the title on her and have her just float around all three different brands and possibly just maybe take all the titles. Oh, <laughs> that was God. my end game for Charlotte. <laughs> just if I have all three. Because it looked like they were doing that at some point. Like, she'd show up on SmackDown and give Bailey something. She showed up on 
this past Monday and said, that, you know, Asuka never beat me. So I, I thought she's just going to take Asuka's title and then she's going to have the Raw and NXT and then she's going to head over to SmackDown. And since Bailey is a tag champ now, she could take the title off of Bailey. That's what that that's what I thought was going to happen, but obviously they didn't go that route and just have her just float around to all three different brands and be like that main champion. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think Charlotte just ends. I, I personally think she's going to end back up on Raw, and uh, I think Nia Jax is going to take a leave of absence at some point. I think she's off TV after this. I don't think she's getting any more title shots. In my own in my opinion, I think Nia Jax is like done. Oh really? With, uh, See, she, yeah, she hadn't even been back all that long. Exactly. You haven't seen her on TV really as much either. She'll sh- like she showed up at the end of last of the last Monday. Like she didn't do any interviews, no like no pre hype things before this Sunday or anything like that. I mean, I just, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't swerve everybody and put the belt on Nia Jax because I think it would piss so many people off. Oh, dude! But, yeah, but you also have so the, much heat. You it's, have the yeah, you have the opposite of that. Like one, you get the heat, but then you get the the fans that are just pissed that you gave the belt to Nia, but. I feel yeah. like they could really build on that, but she doesn't have no. the right personality as the world champion. I think she would just kind of have to be just someone that just crushes people or takes them out. She wouldn't so much be the person on the mic like a Bailey or Charlotte or Becky or anybody like that. So, yeah. um, did you guys catch when I get, I think it must've been on in your house when Charlotte came out, they said she had been in 66 title matches. And I was like, that number seems astronomical, but I guess between number of times she's won the title and then number of times she's defended or been in matches where she didn't win, it makes a little bit more sense. But it just seemed like a huge number that Charlotte in her short career has been in that many matches involving the title being on the line. But I guess between Raw, SmackDown, NXT, yeah, it adds up. It just seemed like such a big number for, for that quickly in her career. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's still pretty relatively young, so yeah, that is crazy. Um, I think you have to have a a down period with her, kind of how you did with Roman, where he didn't have a belt for a year or two. Um, Yeah, I don't know how you how you do that. Let her. I mean, the perfect thing would have been to have her in NXT and put people over, kind of like Finn Balor is doing right now. But she came in and won the title, Um, so we'll 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 see. Um, I I hate to say this, and I wouldn't say this if Sheena was on the show, but I feel like. Uh, <laughs> you know, don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, Charlotte's boobs get bigger every time I see her. I don't know what I don't know what's going on. I'm not complaining about this, but I just look at her. I'm like, she, I'm like, go back and look at her from like NXT. She looks completely different. Oh yeah, yeah, completely different. Yeah, there's she's there's been some times she's been out. Maybe she had some surgeries. Yeah, uh, or had something changed out or fixed i mean that stuff's not permanent you have to have it done every so many well, years she had like one burst right yeah Didn't right yeah. and then yeah. uh, even on one of the the network specials like alexa bliss talks about having to have hers changed out like they're only 10 year shelf life or something like that on certain ones so yeah it wouldn't surprise me but also just some of those tops uh are obviously <laughs> very tight very pushed up yeah uh yeah well, if those, old, when you're if those old ones show up on eBay, I'm going to throw a bid on that. Yeah. Go for more than the uh, 123 kid, maybe. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I did I did love, wasn't wasn't a match related, but uh, seeing the uh, the guys from DX trying to work like an old uh, Intel Pentium 10 computer yeah. in the back. <laughs> like, that was actually pretty funny. And they look freaking old as hell. I'm like, oh my God, is yeah. that Shawn Michaels and Triple H? Jesus, God. Yeah. 
<laughs> Shawn Michaels still like typing with his uh, chicken pecking with his with his uh, index fingers. Yeah, uh, but that was great. Uh, but yeah, overall a good a good card. Uh, cool ending. We'll see where where they go from here. And uh, if, this is off topic. Is there NXT UK even still happening? Is are they still recording shows or doing anything? No, no, not even. No, they canceled uh, shows. They're not recording anything right now over really? there. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. They couldn't do something. I guess they couldn't do anything like they're, what they're doing here. They don't have like an arena over there. They can just like produce I, for free. I think they were. Tra- I think that it's the travel part of it. I think like they were. They don't. I don't think they have like a. They have like a set crew over there, like a UK oh. crew. I think they were like using like the NXT guys oh, to like fly yeah. over, do the shows, and then fly back. Um, but obviously, you can't do that now because yeah, because well, and, you, and that's why I guess you don't have. Uh, all of Aporium on the show, and you yep. haven't seen Walter, and you haven't seen Pete all Dunn. four members. All yeah, Pete Dunn. You haven't seen all four members of uh, Undisputed Air all the time. So yeah, yeah, you got guys that just can't travel back and forth. And I guess over in NXT UK, some of those guys are right there in like London and stuff like that. And some of those guys might be in Ireland or wherever. Yeah. And you you still have some travel restrictions probably within that area. So. Yeah, I'm sure it's limiting stuff, and and like I said, they don't have their own arena. Even if they're using the same one over and over, yeah, you probably have stuff that's keeping it from from being a weekly show like they probably were doing. All right, uh, who, so who's the who's the new predictions champion, Marco? Um, technically, it's well. So we so me and you had a draw. We were both four and two. Okay. So by default, I keep the title because. It's a draw, so huh. but yeah, we are we are dead accurate on our picks, which is pretty insane. Tied I think up. Sheeta got like one or two. She said because she was the one that was keeping score. One or two, yeah, I think right? she was she, didn't come, wrong. she she was two and four, and you guys were four and two. I wow. think that's yeah. what you said in yeah. the uh, wow. the chat. Yeah, I so. mean, you guys you guys tied. Does Sheena just take the belt? <laughs> no, it doesn't yeah. work like that. Mark no, I don't. Minus. I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's. I mean, it's no. her show. She can champ, definitely champ, go. Yeah, I'm the champ, champ now. Yeah, champ <laughs> technically, I technically I won because I had the most wins, but I don't get the belt. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, let's you guys move can over. Share the belt. Yeah. There you go. Let's move over to Raw. Uh, this is a go home show here for Backlash, which we will get to shortly. Um, really good. I did not watch any of these shows Monday or Wednesday, full disclosure, but wow. Mike and uh, Marco did. Uh, last night I texted you guys like I got I got uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT and uh Dynamite to watch tonight. So, it's going to be a long night and I did <laughs> and I watched uh, I put on Shit's Creek and fell right asleep. So, oh, nice. So, yeah, it's a funny show though. Um, <laughs> but I did I did see the uh the clips of the promos from Orton, Edge, and Christian, which were really good, and uh, you know, I, I was never a huge Christian fan, but I, I feel like he needs to be more involved in this feud now going forward. Um, obviously, they have a match at Backlash. What, what? Uh, talk about that, Marco, and just what else happened on Raw that stuck out to you? Um, I, th- I, I would assume this is like a blow-off match. I think it's like hopefully the end of it, <laughs> um, since it's calling it the greatest wrestling match ever. Um, I'm assuming this is going to be the last match that they have. And, um, I would assume edge is probably going to move on to someone else. who's going to try to face him at some point. Um, but yeah, no, they, that segment that they had where uh, Christian was giving him like, you know, that doubt, like, I don't think you could do it. You don't have that in you anymore. Him being like the close friend of edge. Like and he wasn't doing it. Uh, you, you're not sure Christian, if you've 
seen him in the past. Like you're not sure if he's like if he was serious about it or he was actually just being a friend. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that that was really awesome. I like the fact that they did that. And then you know, Randy comes up on the screen and kind of reiterates what Christian says. He's basically said he's in a break edge at uh at um backlash. So and actually went up and looked at. They had actually the storied history with they only they've only had one technically one one on one match before this. Right. Every other match that they on had Raw? was either like a no, well just like in general, just like a like for pay per views. Oh, Most okay. of their pay per view matches are either like four ways or Survivor Series or okay. tag matches. So yeah, this is actually they... pretty cool that they're actually this age actually doing it. Um, nothing really stuck out besides the you know. My predictions of uh, Dominic is coming to a fruition probably next week, or actually this upcoming Monday. Um, with uh, you know, I think he's going to show up on Monday, Rey Mysterio, and confront Seth Rollins, and I'm assuming Dominic's going to be there. Um, but yeah, they they alluded to that that he's going to show up and try to he try to make Seth Rollins pay. That's what uh, Rey Mysterio. Is. I do like his new mask with the one like with the eye patch almost covering. It's pretty <laughs> cool. You should actually I, keep that. I, I, I would agree with you, except uh, Seth Rollins said on Raw Talk uh, last week or this week that he was that he would love to have uh, Dominic in his like group. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah like, like why, 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 like, okay, yeah, you can't just say gonna, that just, and then do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you're just gonna say that and just do it. Like, that's just gonna kill. Like, well, you gotta you gotta play it off like he's not gonna do it, and then. <laughs> just... Yeah, raise that's raise, that's raise, raise his dad's arm and then clothesline his dad. Yeah. Yeah, because he's been put. Dude, think of what Dominic's been going through since like he's been little. Like what? What? What's like, he been going Eddie, through? Eddie Eddie Guerrero's his dad. Like <laughs> if he I got have beat to watch up by Dominic. <laughs> yeah, to watch Dominic, Dominic and Mysterio and... fight. That's awful. Oh my god. Now, yeah, I hope oh, that please, doesn't happen. Please don't. Please don't make that a match. Yeah, but uh, like yeah. Brock Lesnar just like suplex city. Like, come on, Dad. <laughs> True. Look what you put me through. <laughs> he's been, he's <laughs> yeah. been living in his dad's shadow, but his. Shadow's pretty small, so I don't know. <laughs> that is true. Hey yo. Um, <laughs> no. um other than that, the uh the decathlon. Um, oh yeah, Mike we have to talk about that. Yeah. yeah no Mike, we no we don't. That was bad. I don't want to touch that because I don't I don't wanna it's the arrow, the arrow I was out I was out after the arrow when he shot the arrow wrong and the guy was like it wasn't even in his leg, he was like holding it off to the side. Like it wasn't like actually in it. It was like you could see like it wasn't in his leg. Not that I wanted to see an arrow stuck in a dude's leg, but it's WWE, like billions of dollars. They couldn't get a special effects guy to like make it look like it was in his pant leg or something. Like after that, I was done. I didn't even. This has watch been going on for ten weeks, Marco. Ten weeks. What's what's the what are we doing here? <laughs> what's this? Guy? We're t- they're they're tied, right? So it's yeah, the title five, match five. now, right? Like yeah. please. A Please end match? it with a title match, <laughs> which all four can wrestle, and they should put yeah. on a good match. But this, I get like it's a time filler. It's less you have to have going on, especially if you're uh, taping most of Raw before it airs and editing and stuff. But just <sighs> it's unnecessary. I guess it gets like humor added to the show when it's something that's not in the ring, and you don't have to worry about not having a crowd and stuff. But it's too much. Like I get it, but. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just, it needs to end in a match and be one match and then they don't need to have a rematch anytime soon. So decide if you want to leave the belt on the street profits or if you want to give the Viking Raiders another run, <clears throat> but I don't really know what you do with the street profits if they're not the champs right now. 
Because other than that, they're just backstage humor. Uh, before so. we move on, did, was there anything on Raw about the uh, the the world champion and and uh, talking about his match with Lashley? I don't see any talk of that here. Did, uh, yes, they they did the uh, the they had a uh, the peep the not the peep show the uh, the VIP lounge yeah, again. How many times? Uh, no, they, they didn't have the VIP uh, lounge. They had how many a, times I is Drew the they're going to be on that fucking <laughs> VIP lounge? Yeah, there was a match in. Uh, well, they had the VIP lounge because didn't like didn't McIntyre come out and that's where like Street Profits and the Viking Raiders got involved and oh yeah that's why yeah that's why yeah, yeah there was kinda, it, like, all of a sudden they went from yeah. from bowling or whatever the hell they were doing to everybody being part of a match yeah they convoluted the uh, kind of like the Bobby Lashley they didn't focus on that too much they just had the yeah. Viking Raiders come out and support uh, McIntyre as well as the Profits come out and support and. They just got squashed by Lashley, pretty much. <laughs> All of them, like, like that, that. That's what I didn't get to. Like, obviously, they want to put Lashley over as like big monster, but he legit just destroyed the Viking Raiders and yeah. the uh, the Prophets. So, like, now when they have a like a tag title match, you're like, these four guys just easily got squashed by one guy. Why am I invested in this tag team title match? Which is like Mike said, eventually going to happen. That's going to be the blow off match. But yeah, that's why I didn't put it on there. It was just. But it's, they, but it's not it's not at the pay-per-view so like are they yeah. just gonna i guess everything else has happened on raw so we're just gonna have the tag title match on raw yeah it's yeah and then we'll talk about the news later with uh with the movements and the uh the writing and producing of both shows oh my god yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that covered. Uh, let's get into aew dynamite ftr uh formerly known as the revival uh dax harwood and what is it? Da- is it Dax Harwood? Dash- Dax Harwood and Dash Miller. Dash Beachwood? Dash Beachwood. <laughs> Rash, Rash Groinwood? <laughs> Crash Bandicoot? <laughs> Lash Morningwood? Lash LaRue. La- Ooh. Last, <laughs> one, last one. How about, how about Splash Waterworld? Splash Waterworld. <laughs> I, I like I like Rash Groinwood or Splash Waterworld the best. But uh, I mean, the names are no worse than Butcher and the Blade. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're just uh, well, there's WWE guys here now, so now you're jobbers. Oh, great, <laughs> cool. Um, that's the only match. I, took... That's the only match I saw, but it was actually it wasn't it wasn't a bad match. No, it was good. Yeah, the, it was good the, the ending was a little off. They were trying to hit all their their moves and stuff. Um, so there was a little bit of maybe first match jitters and stuff like that, or maybe just the way they tried to like edit it and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, a good first showing you put them in a match with a, an actual good tag team because they could have just thrown two guys together and have them beat them. So it was a good back and forth match. Um, what do you guys think about, and I guess we have the, uh, fire fest is next week, the next two weeks on uh, dynamite. Is that right? Yeah. Is it called Fighter Fest? Starts next yeah. week, right? And Moxley, Moxley is like, like they're bringing these guys in. Like, you know, you bring in Lance Archer, you bring in Brian Cage. I don't think Moxley's going to lose the belt to Brian Cage. But what, what's the, what's the benefit of like bringing a new guy in just to have the champion beat them? Like, like I like you know the the carrying cross thing is what you should be doing is like building them up, making them look like badasses, and then you know six months later you get a shot at the title. 
Am I am I wrong? Is that like old like old school wrestling way to do it? No, no, you're right. I think that's the right way to do it. Um, but it looks like they're abandoning abandoning the the uh, the stats or the 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 ranking system that they have there. He um, won the poker chip. He gets oh, whatever he that's wants. That's right. He got that big poker, that so big styrofoam right, yeah. poker chip. It is, it is his yeah, title cause... shot. Now, it's also AEW, so I feel like if if Moxley was fighting Jake Hager or somebody he's already fought before, then we'd be giving him shit. So you've got to let him fight the new guy in town. But obviously, like you said, if Moxley goes over, then it makes Brian Cage look bad. It makes Lance Archer look bad, stuff like that. Like these guys losing early on, but yeah, you're not, I don't think you're taking the belt off Moxley anytime soon. So no, I don't think so either. Yeah. No. Um, anything else on this card that we should talk about that stood out? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, Jer- Jericho on commentary is the best thing yeah. AEW has right now next to, yeah. uh, uh, Oh, the Rose Royce and Britt Baker. Like uh, we they can keep her around during that. her, her whole injury. If yes, they can keep her around great. and talking, it's, it's great. But yeah, I mean, just a, another AEW show that they're just kind of building towards, uh, this two week, I don't, we don't want to call it a pay-per-view, but that's basically what it is. Yeah. Cause I think, get... I think that I want to say they said during the show, every title is being defended over two weeks. I mean, obviously they only have three titles, right? The, three titles and the tag title. So yeah, Cody, uh, Sheeta. Yeah. 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 Um, the tag titles in the world tag uh, titles in the world title. Yeah. Don't forget, don't forget that it ended in a brawl. Oh, no, I was, damn, oh. I was just about to ask that Marco. Cause I didn't see it. I <laughs> want to know. It, of course it did. No, it ended oh, in a, in a big God. brawl. Everyone's fighting. Watch chairs. Thunder on Thursday. Good night. Yeah, it was, it was legit. Just uh, it was Cody. was uh, was uh, Brandy on the show and, and for no reason at all. That's another. That's the other AEW yeah. bingo bingo yep. card. Yep. No, she was. Yeah, because uh, oh. they had that QT Marshall. Oh, that's I can't. Uh, I, I saw thing. that part, so I can't even. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she was then, on there. Yeah, yeah. she made her. What was a, it? Her what a stable or, that is. <laughs> was it her or Dustin that basically told Allie she wasn't allowed at ringside next week? Did you catch that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. She told two. one of them yeah. that somebody said something about she's not allowed out there. But then, like, when they showed the promo, they were, like, with Brandy and Allie. So, <laughs> but, like, Co- Cody's doing a good job putting guys over, like, yeah. in this U.S. or this uh, TNT exactly. title thing. Like just he, said it's, it yeah, is the like, U.S. title. Like, he fights one of, one of yeah. private party, makes him look really good. Uh, like I said, Jericho was great on the mic. Um, uh, Sammy Guevara looked great against Colt Cabana. Like, it'll be interesting to see how they push Sammy, because it seems like they're trying to pretend he's going to leave the inner circle, but obviously... That's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and then Colt Cabana with the, uh, the inner circle, whatever they want to do with that. But, but like, uh, Marco mentioned, they did, it did basically end in a, in a brawl at the, uh, yeah. The end of the show with everybody we rushing the ring. AEW yeah. must brawl at the end. What is whatever this on you the do. bottom? Guys, what is this in the bottom of my beer? That's that, mold. <laughs> that is a, is that mold? That yeah. looks like it. It looks like a fucking petri dish, dude. Is oh. that uh is that your cup or is that was no, that no, inside no, the No, this is not my cup. This is a clean cup. There's like Are those hot? It might be hops, like the actual hops from the IPA. Maybe. It's not oh. moving, so Yeah, it might be the hops. Yeah, it's pretty 
sweet. Okay. Try him so out. And we're on Skype. We're on Skype now, guys. We're doing we're doing a live <laughs> video. We're trying to figure out a way so you guys can watch us record the show uh, for some of our Patreon subscribers. So we're trying things out in the next couple weeks. Uh, let's touch quickly on NXT in like you know thirty seconds or less. Um, this is <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, the Garganos and uh, Yim Lee had a match, and the Garganos won. Uh, Finn Balor got his redemption against Cameron Grimes because Cameron Grimes beat him before I think like a couple weeks prior. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, uh, Phantasma revealed himself as a as what was it Santos Escobar. I like that though. Yeah, like, that was pretty cool. All three yeah. of the guys unmasking, and because we don't need another luchador, so and and he's the champion, so yep. it, it worked out well with the Drake Drake Maverick thing and stuff like that. Wait, it's yeah. worth going back and watching. What Bill, happened? If you didn't get he, a chance he to took see his it. mask off. But the- uh, basically, so like the two guys that had been like trying to kidnap him and stuff over the last few weeks or interfere, they ended up being with him. They beat oh. the crap out of Drake Maverick, and then all three of them took off their mask and revealed new new character names or whatever. So yeah. basically just this guy's whatever Escobar his real name was. Uh, and then they beat the crap out of Drake Maverick after he kind of said he deserved another shot at the title because the pressure was off that he didn't have to win his, uh, his like contract. He, he now has yeah. one. So yeah, he, um, he actually, if you watch an interview he did with uh, BT sport, Drake uh, Maverick, um, you talk about like that whole moment when he actually like lost the tournament and everything like that, and um, he thought that was his last match. That was like it. He was like, "Yep." He was like, "So they gave me three. He's like, basically those three matches were his tryout, like his last like three matches. Like you take those three opportunities, and he's like, they're either gonna keep me or they're just gonna send me on my way. Wow. He's like, and that's pretty much how it was gonna go. He's like, and that's what it was. That's what it was told to me. It was basically like, here, here's your here's your three matches. Um, he was like. They gave me the first match. Uh, he's like, I won it. And then I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I'm on to the next match. Second match as it happened. He was like, no way I'm going to go over the third one. Did it in the third. So he was like, oh, I must be like doing something there. I must be doing something that they like. I must be proving myself. So when they put him in that third match and then he did, then obviously he didn't win. Um, yeah, he said he had no clue that contract was was coming his way, which he's super surprised about. That's cool. Um, hmm. But uh, yeah, he's, he I think he deserved it anyway. Um so then, last but not least, Dexter Loomis versus Adam Cole. Non-title match, though. Oh, man. Uh, Adam Cole goes over, wins. Right? But for a non-title match, you think yeah. Loomis probably would have won. But Yeah, of course, right? But like, like You're kind of barren. You're kind of semi-pushing this big guy, and then yeah. you have him lose to Adam Cole, which is great for, for building Cole. Uh, and then you have this moment where uh velveteen comes out and loomis is involved and then the rest of undisputed era and everybody kind of runs off and then uh adam cole's just standing in the ring alone and and the lights go out and then we 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 get scarlet uh by herself she comes to the ring with the uh the sands hourglass and basically just flips it over and basically just signifies that the time is is ticking on uh Adam Cole's reign as the champion. So, yeah. uh, like we said earlier, this is, I don't know how soon we're going to get it, but we're basically putting carrying cross in the world title match. And obviously this guy's the next champion. Um, I, I can't see Cole keeping the belt if he's going to fight him in a one-on-one match. Um, 
But that that was to my thought earlier. If once he wins the belt, then who takes it off of him? And yeah. eventually we'll get there. But I just Keith Lee is the only guy right now that's on the roster that that comes to mind, unless yeah. we build towards eventually of uh, a demon Finn Balor maybe. I mean, is that the only other option you have? You can no, you can go do an Oscar thing and just have him relinquish it and just have him go like a crazy <laughs> killer like win. I mean, if he like, just dominates streak. big guys and, and former champions in like thirty seconds or five minutes or whatever, but he's gonna eventually have to put on actual like full length wrestling matches. And oh yeah, stuff. yeah. So I just yeah, definitely. I, I don't know who he goes back and forth with after he wins the belt. So it'll be interesting. So, right, let's get into backlash on Sunday. Marco is the champion. Mike is going to sub in for Sheena. Let's do these rapid fire here uh, yeah. because uh, this is not the uh, the card I want to spend a ton of time on, and we've already hit the hour mark here. Let's uh, let's start off with probably the opening matchup. One of my favorite wrestlers, Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy. <laughs> In a uh, revenge for pretending you killed someone with your car match, I guess. Yep. Yeah, we've seen it a thousand times in wrestling. Uh, I'm going Jeff Hardy here. I'll start off, and we'll we'll rotate. Um, this is a redemption for Jeff Hardy. They probably have plans for him to be, I don't know, a challenger for, I don't know what. I don't know what you do with him going forward here. But I mean, it'd be nice for him to put both. Be nice for both these guys to be putting over some young talent instead of fighting yeah. each other in a match from like 2005. You want to go, Mike? Uh, yeah, I'll go. Um, I'm not a big Jeff Hardy guy, so uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to assume Seamus needs a win here. I think if you want to push him at all, so uh, I don't think it hurts Jeff Hardy to lose, even though they're kind of, making him look bad on TV, but I think a loss for Seamus really kills any uh, momentum he might have. So I'm, I'm going to go with Seamus. Yeah, it's a tough one. You can go either way. Because yeah. you both have something to like look forward to after, if they if they win the match. Uh, I'm going to go with Jeff. I'll go with Jeff. Jeff Hardy. Okay. All right. Uh, Edge that's versus... The- well, no, let's say that's the main event, right? It has to be. This you can't is the have, greatest show. You can't have either world title match in this show. Oh yeah, no, no. no I can't believe there's. Let's yeah, let's do the universal. Uh, Braun Strowman versus uh, John Morrison and the Miz. Marco, you start first with this one. Um, I was. I think Braun retains unless they do something wacky and Miz and Morrison become co-universal champions, which could happen. Oh, but I'm going to go with Braun. So he just won it. I don't think they're taking that title off. I think they're waiting for uh, like a formidable formidable opponent to come his way to actually take the title off of him. Yeah, so Braun Strowman on that one. I'll go Braun Strowman as well. Mike? Yeah, i, I got to agree. Like As much as I want to see another Miz title run, it's it's not like this. Uh, and it might be the only way Morrison ever wins one. So... Uh, but yeah, I'll go with I'll go with Braun. It, it might only be a, a like three minute match. Here's a question: Does Braun pin both of them at the same time, stacked, <laughs> stacked on top of each other? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that or yeah. that or one of them runs off scared, and the other one just gets trapped in the ring. Oh yeah, like and then they feud. Like, they, they, oh shit! I'm well. I don't know if they even <laughs> have to feud so much as sorry, man. I'm not getting my ass kicked. Yeah. I'm sorry, I left you in the ring. 
True. Um, let's go with uh, let's go with the other world title match: McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Mike, you can start on this one. Yeah, you're not taking the belt off McIntyre yet, in my opinion. So, I I just don't see Lashley as champion personally. So, I'll, I'll go with McIntyre. Um, Marco. Um. Yeah, I don't. It, it seems too like short of a uh, of a, like a feud. So, no, definitely Drew's keeping it. I'm. I'm. This is like this might be one of the worst pay-per-view cards <laughs> this is it, does, it, it seems too predictable but yeah. something has think to happen right i mean unless like lana somehow helps lashley win but then like is yeah. is does does lashley immediately lose it back to him in a rematch like i just i just can't see so, lashley yeah. winning so here's my weird thing there's a lot of title matches someone has to lose their title i don't think everyone's retaining has that ever happened where like there was all these titles on a pay per view card, and then everyone retained? Never yeah, happens. Me... No. So someone's gonna lose ah. it. I'm just not sure who. It might be Oscar. You guys might be right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, of all the champions, I don't see. We got five championship matches here. Five yeah. of the seven are. Hopefully, this is another no, two have, and a half hour six. title match. Yeah, we have we have six if you count the the U.S. title. Right. Oh no! What the two world titles, the women's title, the tag team title, the women's tag title, women's tag title. That's yeah, because Bailey's not defending her title, but the tag title, yeah. U.S. U.S. title, women's tag title. Okay, Universal it is five. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yep. someone's okay. losing there. Someone's dropped. Unless, like I said, someone they're all keeping their titles. I don't know. Because the IC title tournament is that? Is that tomorrow night? Yeah, that's yeah, on tomorrow, yeah. So it's reason. not it's not even on the pay per view. Okay, no. that, that should have been a pay per view. Just put that. Yeah, yeah put that on the pre. You know, put that on the pre show, or put yeah. Har- put the Hardy match on the pre show and right. Put yep. that. You know, jeez. It's AJ Daniel Bryan. Why would you not? Yeah. Uh, well, no... it's a way to get people to watch SmackDown. Yeah, that's ratings, and, it's the go- yeah. and it's the go home show. So True. all right, Phil. Who or so who are we taking? Lashley or McIntyre? Oh, I'm going last. I mean, uh, McIntyre easily. Yeah, so all of us. Yeah, so we're all on. Yeah. We're all on McIntyre. Sweet, which it. means last. Last yeah. winning. Uh, women's title. <laughs> women's title match: Oscar versus Nia Jax. I am going to go with the upset here. I'm going to go with Nia Jax, and she's going to go on a long run and have nuclear heat uh, because people hate her, and I think the whole injuring people thing is a total work to get her becoming the the ma- the biggest heel in the company because. You know, as the, I mean, she has to be the champion. She's so much bigger than everybody else. You know, it's not even, not even fair. And then the person that beats her becomes instantly made. You know, six months from now. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to go. Oscar keeping it. I just don't think that Naya. There's no. There's no fans to give her heat. She gets heat on the internet. And that doesn't speak anything at all. So. There's nothing like she walks into where people are going to boo her for being a champion. That's just my own thing. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Asuka keeping her title. And then she's going to face Charlotte at some point. Okay. Because they have a story in history. Michael? Man. Uh, I feel like Asuka's the easy pick because she just got it. if, If Becky wasn't out... She would be cashing in at some point, so they probably had plans for Oscar. But yeah, I like I like Phil's idea of Naya having just this nuclear heat. So 
I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the upset. I think somehow Naya. What other heels? The what other heels do they have? I mean, who else is who else is on Raw that would be, you know, Charlotte. I mean, Charlotte's it, yeah. right? Charlotte's there. Yeah. True. Because unless you break up Alexa and no, are they on SmackDown? I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, they're on SmackDown. They got traded for AJ, and AJ is on <laughs> SmackDown. Now. Yeah, and he got traded for nobody so far. Right, so Marco doesn't have any title changes here. Let's go to the women's tag team triple threat match: Bailey and Sasha Banks versus the Iconics versus Bliss and Cross. Uh, do we see a tag team split up here? Do we see the titles change? <laughs> I think it's it's not my pick. I think Mike is up number. I mean, they teased that the Iconics were going to break up like two or three weeks ago, and now they're like, oh, best friends again. <sighs> Man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'll take Iconics. I don't think you're going to take it Ooh. off of Sasha and Bailey that quickly, but I'd like mm-hmm. to see the Iconics have another title run. I should, I should stick with the champs, but I, I'm too big of an Iconics mark. I'm, I'm taking the Iconics Marco in the upset. Um, you picking the Iconics, Phil? No, no, no. I haven't made my pick oh. yet. You're, you need to go. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm going with Boston, the boss, Boston Bailey. Yeah. They're keeping it. They just, they just won them. They're not taking them off yet. There's I no mean, way. unless this is how you split them up, but in a triple it's... threat tag match, it doesn't seem no. the right moment. It would be, be, be a regular tag title match where they split up i mean bailey Definitely. has bailey has the women's title so i mean to split right. them up at some point they lose that's you... they lose this that's how it's gonna happen they're gonna lose they're gonna get a fight about losing the tag team titles and sasha's gonna challenge bailey for the the women's title but, but if that, they don't but that's a that's a summer slam match so yeah. what yeah, pay-per-view do we have yeah. after this extreme yeah, there's rules. another pay-per-view after this you gotta bridge it somehow do extreme rules yeah. next is that the next one yeah yeah and um yeah, I don't know. Especially if they don't get pinned for it, they can't feud if one of them don't get pinned for the title, right? If like if neither one of them gets pinned, it's a triple threat. What so if, if the what if Sasha pin- cla- crashes into Bailey's buns, and then and then uh, gets rolled up <laughs> by Billy Kay and Billy Kay? That's possible. Then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, um, who you picking? So, I said Sasha and Bailey, so I'm with oh, you. Sasha and Bailey, yeah. okay, sweet. United States women, uh, no, no, United States. <laughs> we should <laughs> have, United we should have a United States women's team. Just United States women, that's all I want to see, damn it. My country. Uh, United States Championship, one. Apollo Cruz against, Pop, against Andrade for the United States Championship belt. Marco, Ooh. you start. Um, so I'm not... So since I think not everyone's keeping their titles, I think Apollo Cruz might lose his title. I think Andrade might win oh, it back. That would be a mistake, but I could see it. It happening. would be, but yeah. he's he's Mr. Charlotte, so title <laughs> back. They, need, they just need to get rid of whatever issues he had on the outside. Please, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say Apollo Cruz keeps the title. <laughs> Apollo Cruz is such a weird name to say. It just sounds like pablo cruz or something it does what, what uh what do you say mike apollo cruz yeah, or andrade yeah i think i think apollo keeps it uh for his first singles title it's too quick i think to take it off i think you give him a month or two with the belt uh when he loses it he probably never wins another one um or not for quite a while so i think he gets a little bit of a run on this and then eventually just 
runs into somebody who challenges him that's not maybe the Kevin Owens storyline they've got going. I don't know who they're going to really bring in, but yeah, I think he, he loses it before we get to SummerSlam. Just not, just not, just not this week. All right. Main event time. Greatest, not, not to oversell this here, but this is going to be the greatest wrestling match ever. Edge versus Randy Orton in the ring. Supposedly <laughs> they filmed backlash the night they filmed takeover. Um, they, and they filmed this match or the whole the whole view? the whole thing. Everything oh, I missed is, that. Yeah. Everything wow. is filmed. Um, yeah. And supposedly this this match was good. according to Meltzer. It was done very well. Yeah, very good. So yeah, I mean you you have to edit and find a way to make this match at least semi good. Like you can't not be at least a three and a half four star type match because otherwise you're going to catch flack on it for at least the next month. Oh, by calling least. it the greatest yeah. match ever, if you don't find a way to at least impress people in some capacity, awesome. but anything is going to be missing the the boat on this one by not being the greatest match of all time, unless it's the greatest match of all time. No, I think they did it on purpose. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start here. I'm, I disagree with Marco. I think this is not the last match. I think this is going to be a triple triple decker here. I'm gonna say. Orton wins this one, and um, he's reigning supreme. I don't know if he gets some underhanded tactics or or what happens. Or Ric Flair comes down, Berber. But, uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm gonna go Orton. While you guys talk, I'm gonna rinse out this mold out of my cup. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Orton as well. I think he definitely uh. I think he's definitely going to win. Obviously, he lost the last man standing match um, to Edge. So, if they if they are going to do a, like a trilogy, obviously Orton's going to win, and he's been wrestling a lot longer technically right. than Edge <laughs> um, since Edge, Edge the, has been away for like full, fifteen years. He's the full time, yeah. He's the full time guy, and we yeah, don't know so how many how many matches we're getting out of Edge. Yeah, and I actually think this is this will be. I think they recorded it, they watched it, and they were just like someone was just like, "This, this is the greatest match." I've ever seen. And I, I think that's where it came. I'm not even joking. I, I legit think, think they watched it back, edited it and everything. And they're just like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And they're just like, let's call it the greatest wrestling match ever. And that's, that's why they, I, they're doing it as a rib too, to like get people all pissed off. It's probably like, all, it. you know, like the new Japan people out there like, no way. Okada, Okada Omega three was the greatest match I've ever seen. Those type of guys. Um, but yeah, it's all tongue in cheek with them, but I think it re- actually will be really, 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 really good. I think uh, they will be the best match on the pay per view. Hopefully, so it is, much anyway. <laughs> better than Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. <laughs> I mean, Sheamus is one of the greatest. You know, he's a future Hall of Famer. Well, that hundred percent is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I'll stand by that. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Sheamus is going to have to like put a little bit more effort. But uh, but yeah, I think it will be the greatest match you ever see that night, not ever in history. Did your wife ever make you watch The Greatest Showman, the movie? No. It's actually not terrible. Yeah, I'll say people tell me it's good. I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's not terrible. I mean, it's good. I mean, I like Hugh Jackman. I think he's good. He's very versatile. He can do like a musical and then like be like a serial killer in like the next movie. You know, which takes some talent. Mm. Did but, we get uh, Mike? Did you pick no. Mike? No, no, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I just wanted man, to go off on my got... love of The Greatest Showman. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, got, <laughs> you guys got into my ear on this one because I wanted to pick Edge 
and the triple threat thing makes so much sense. And the only other thing I could see is if Edge wins, Edge. then the next then the next match is Orton saying this is for Edge's career or something, and then. But does everybody talks that Edge is going to fight all these guys on the roster, yeah, and all these dream matches? So, and how do you end the third match? Is it like a Hell in the Cell? Is it yeah. a cage match? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Orton. Like I think you split it one to one, and you have that third send off match in at maybe SummerSlam. I don't know if you can stretch it two more months till another show, but maybe that's the way to do it. So yeah, I'll, I'll take Orton too. I would love to see. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I do love how uh, Orton says Edge. Listen, Edge. Um, <laughs> Chris, Christian was so good on Monday. <laughs> like so I good. get. Yeah. He he brings out the best in in Edge. Obviously, all their years around each other and growing up and stuff. Yeah. And we talked about like the the like actual like the hearts and and the hearties and stuff. Just when you're in the Steiners, like when you're in the ring with like family like that, but. They're pretty much family. They might as well be. So, yeah, just Christian never really got probably the the push in WWE that he could have. Uh, he got some in, in TNA, and then they brought him back, and he still won a title here. But, yeah, he, he's so good on the mic, which is probably why he's on uh, the backstage show with, with Renee and stuff because yeah, he knows really what he's talking stuff. about. He's yeah. he's great on the microphone. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take Gorton to tie this uh, series up. All right, so I went Orton. You went Orton. What'd you go with, Marco? Did you say Edge? No, I went Orton. Oh, we're Orton sweep one, yeah. it. Okay, Orton's a great yeah, wrestler of all time. This. Yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> like I said, he's been wrestling a lot longer than Edge technically, so there's no way he could lose this. How, how great Edge. are the promos going to be the night after if Orton wins the greatest match of all time? Your beautiful wife, Edge, <laughs> Beth. Your beautiful, beautiful baby girls. <laughs> Delilah and Candy Cane, whatever their names are. <laughs> <laughs> Beth and <laughs> Beth uh, and Jelly Beth Bean Dax, your your beautiful daughters, Dax and Harwood. <laughs> Dax, <laughs> Clash and that Playwood. Would have been funny. <laughs> uh, Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Crash Holly and Molly Holly. Oh god. All right. <laughs> Let's move on here. Our, our last segment, we're gonna we're gonna divvy this up into two separate episodes again. I know some people like that, some people didn't like it, but uh, when there's a pay per view, it just makes it easier to do that because we're recapping a pay per view and previewing a pay per view. We're already you know at a long episode here, so we'll give you two different episodes to listen to. Um, we're going outside the ring, outside the squared circle, not the ring. God damn it! Uh, this is sponsored <laughs> by our friends at Collar and Elbow. You can use code CHICK, C-H-I-C-K, for 10% off your order there. They have an awesome Shad Gaspar shirt that our buddy Zach Egolf uh, purchased that looked really nice, and uh, the proceeds go to his family. Uh, I don't know anything about this, this Lacey Evans-Brian Cage Twitter feud. Yeah. Uh, seems so, like uh, an unfair fight. Yeah, so re- real quick, uh, that move that Lacey Evans does where she um, does that kind of like spring springboard like moonsault where she like jumps on the ropes yeah spins and does that moonsault so someone uh someone posted on twitter like oh lacey evans does this perfect um add brian cage and brian cage was like oh i've been doing this forever because people think i'm just this big meathead guy that doesn't know how to wrestle and and he posted like a video of him actually doing the move that size 
and he did it. He did it pretty effortlessly. Yeah. Um, and then they went back and him and Lacey went back and forth about who was better at doing. He basically she said, "Just stay out of my mentions. I don't know why you're mentioning me," type of thing. Yeah. But I just thought it was weird that he actually they engage with each other. That was kind of. It's been a lot of that, I guess. When yeah. when you're not on the road and you got plenty of time yeah. to look at your your mentions, and obviously when another company or another wrestler's involved, more fans are liking and retweeting and replying yeah. and stuff. So uh, I only saw part of it. I saw him post the video, and I saw him talk about how few years she had in the business compared to yeah, to him, years. and yeah. obviously like. Some of these people like each other, and they'll they'll jokingly talk trash back and forth, and then some of them get real serious and offended and well, stuff yeah, like that. Brian so. Cage, he's fucking Bret Hart over here. What's he talking about? <laughs> yeah, he's been wrestling since Come the on, shit to people, dude. You're Brian Cage, man. Fucking yeah, so, yeah, so. But it, but like Marco said, it was impressive to see him do that springboard. No, no, he's yeah, actually pretty it's like it's like the first time you see. <laughs> Yeah. Saw Brock Lesnar do that shooting star. Like yeah. if you've yeah. ever seen the him actually hit it, not break his neck at yeah. WrestleMania, <laughs> it, it's quite a, quite impressive. Um, wow. My favorite my favorite feud was uh, Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Randy oh, Orton. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. So uh, Randy Orton made a remark about uh, uh, NXT in your house of pay per view. So like so he went he I think I'm not sure he was on a uh, on uh, Corey Gray's podcast, but he's talking about like. He loves the fact that those guys can like move around, run around, do all these boom, 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 do all these crazy moves, all these like dives and all these crazy things. But like, where's your his thing is where's your career going to be in like five to ten years? Is your body going to be able to like continue doing this? So a lot of people get on Randy Orton about he's boring, he's slow, but he said I'm going to be wrestling till I'm fifty years old. But <laughs> these guys are probably going to be wrestling till they're like twenty seven, twenty eight years old. Yeah, because they broke their necks and broke their legs. Yeah. And stuff. Darby Allen's like, like that. two weeks left. Yeah, so like, so that that was his argument, but uh, so he mentioned something on Twitter about the show, like, love the show, guys, blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> talk about the slaps when people like do super kicks and knees and stuff when they their slap legs. their legs. Yeah. Um, so Tommaso Ciampa came on and was like, "Oh yeah, my daughter has a t- hard time falling asleep. I usually just put on a Randy Orton match <laughs> and it helps her. It's like Nyquil." <laughs> and then he goes, "He goes, oh, it's Randy Orton fires back. Oh, it's he's like, oh, it's great." He's like, next time there's a uh, knee slapping class at, at uh, NXT, he's like, let me know so I can uh, so I can upgrade myself a little bit or some shit like that. Oh, but yeah. uh, it's is... actually pretty funny because there is a lot. Now you're gonna notice that a lot. I mean, I notice it anyway. Sure. But when you watch AEW and NXT, there's a lot of a lot of knee slaps and thigh slaps. So and they do like what... a super kick and like. <laughs> Ooh, and so so what's say? what's more uh, likely is is Randy Orton gonna show up? On NXT, or does Champa show up on on Raw? Uh, neither, uh, neither. This is a hundred percent of work. This is no, I know, fake, of course, but, but, I, don't, but I don't think it I think would this be is nice to. A, oh, it'd be, it'd be awesome. a great match great to watch. Match. Yeah, if you want to just have a random one-off match, but then like, do you look bad putting one over the other and stuff I mean, like that? But hmm. I mean, yeah. Orton's been wrestling for twenty-something years, and he's about yeah. to be in the gre- the greatest wrestling match of all time. Yeah, yeah so, like, so he's he's just. Proving how long his career can go. Yeah, he and, should. Uh, be, why is he tweeting? He should be focused on the greatest this match. I mean, jeez. Yeah, I mean, until, Obviously, like, it, it like, if I'm like, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, like Tommaso isn't the most fast-paced fighting guy. Like in, in his matches. No, it would be an actual wrestling match. Yeah, like Chompa he's he's a he's a pretty slow, methodical like guy himself. So like, I'm not sure we 
why he got offended about like the fast moving type of because just... he can do it, but he doesn't really do it. Like They're, they were probably sitting across from each other at just a looking at each other, <laughs> just each like, other. all right, you write this, I'll write yeah. that. That shit's funny. We'll sell a bunch of shirts or something. He's yeah. slapping class. Yeah. I was like, I, I actually laughed when I read that. I like, oh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> when knee slapping class starts, so I can upgrade my skill set. I don't want to shock you guys, but Elias is out with a pretty another injury. Wow, well, that's believe that? he never gets injured though. No, that's... no. Yeah. How pe- does that happen? Torn pectoral. To... Um, Life beater is supposed to hold your body together. I feel, it's true. I feel like he has been hurt. You know, every six months he gets hurt. Um, yeah. So it stinks for him. I don't know how long he'll be out for, but. Uh, Hopefully we see him back soon. And looks like Dan- well, Daniel Bryan did an interview and talked about the uh, guys he wanted to work with the most. Yeah, he was on. Uh, I always get the bump confused with the bat- WWE backstage. He's on WWE backstage. The bump stage. Uh, it, yeah, it, it was him, <laughs> CM Punk, and uh, Renee Renee Young. She interviewed both of them. They talked a little bit about like when they were both together with AJ Lee on and off screen, <laughs> which is kind of awkward. Uh, but then. Then she asked him, like, obviously, who would he like to work with? And he's like, he's like, there's a lot of guys I want to work with, but like, obviously, they're like, how they do things there, you don't get the chance to do it. So like, he said, Big E, he said he would love to work with Big E, yeah. like just the way he like, oh, we we talk about Big E all the time. He's super athletic, he's limber, he can do all these crazy things. He's super energetic, he great on the mic, all the stuff. Yeah. He said he would love to work with them. Grand Battle Leak, he said, too. He never, he said he never wow. crossed paths with any of those guys, like the There's... Lucha guys, and he said he wants to have a match with Grand Battle Leak because he wants to have a Lucha match at some point. That's cool. Just, just uh, you, which is pretty cool. Yeah, just YouTube uh, Grand Metal Leak matches. Like, yeah, he's that guy's crazy in the ring, and they don't yeah. let him do any of that stuff yeah. in, in WWE or NXT. It's, it's, it, it's mind-blowing how good he is, and they've never utilized him to that why? extent. Why? Out, Outside like, of maybe like cruiserweight classic you saw a little bit, but I, I have no idea why I mean, they the don't way, use these guys to their extent. Yeah, the way like Daniel Bryan alluded to without saying was like they obviously they focus on certain people, so these people don't get to shine, and that that's where that comes in. So it's like you're gonna I I'm gonna pick a shame I'm gonna definitely pick a Sheamus over a Grand Metal League if I want ratings on TV. That's it. Well, of I mean Sheamus has a look outside of being like toyetic and you're gonna sell figures like a Grand yeah. Metal League, but Sheamus can talk on the mic. He's a big guy yeah. where you've got this lucha guy under a mask who's gonna put on a good flips and jumps and and, yeah. and a wild match, but you're not really gonna build rivalries and stuff. Yeah, and then he like said that, uh, Will, I guess. Yeah. He said Will Ospreay as well. He'd like to work with at some point. Uh, he did say he, he did know he did say he wanted he faced uh, uh, Zach Zaber Jr. Uh, before, but never crossed paths with Will Ospreay. So who knows? We'll, maybe he's alluding to something. Maybe uh, <laughs> maybe his contract is up soon. Yeah, there will be a time I think when a when a Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles like fight two or three years past what they probably should be, and you'll see them yeah. do these like. New Japan shows or yeah, like Jericho, shows man. with these guys, sure. Yeah, it's definitely coming. Yeah, uh, some good Twitter feuds, and uh, you know, stay stay out of these Twitter streets, man. Um, so we're gonna stop the episode here. We're gonna do a separate episode uh, for a Go Figure segment. Talk about the things we purchased over the last week and some of the figure news. We have a Pete Dunn Elite to give away, courtesy of our buddy Alan Day. 
and uh, a bunch of cool stuff. So uh, be sure to listen over there. But uh, for Mike and Marco, we'll be back uh, next week here to recap WWE Backlash and the greatest wrestling match in the history of the sen- of the world. So uh, we'll, talk- <laughs> we'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. <laughs> Let you know.